This is Marketing Jam, a podcast featuring the brightest minds in Canadian marketing. Here's your host, Darian Kovacs. Hi there. Welcome to Marketing Jam. I'm your host, Darian Kovacs. The following interview is a part of a series of interviews recorded at the DX3 Digital Marketing and Retail event hosted in Toronto, where we were lucky enough to chat with some of the most interesting people from the biggest brands in Canada and around the world. I hope you enjoy it. So tell us your name and your role at the company you work at. Yeah, I'm Fatima Zaidi. I'm the Vice President of Business Development at Communications Agency 88. And like I just mentioned to you prior to the cameras rolling, our unique selling proposition is that we are the only agency in Canada that specializes in tech startup marketing and marketing to small businesses. That's amazing. So uh, tell me some of the clients that maybe we might know or we, or we should know. Well, we work with a ton of cool startup clients like Fedora, the food delivery app, and Lyft, the car sharing company. Uh, we're also known to, we also work with big corporate companies like Telus, Sony, YP, uh, mainly with their tech innovation teams. Um, and it's funny because we're also, known, like we were talking about this, we're known as an agency to do very controversial marketing campaigns, internal marketing campaigns. For example, we um, launched TiffBot, which is one of the first um, bots built in Canada for the Toronto Film Festival. We just did our presentation on that at DX3. Um, we also launched Agency or Porn, which is an online game where you have to decipher whether the name of something is the name of an adult film or the name of an agency. Very addictive, but if anyone does plan on playing it, there are sound effects, so put it on mute. Um, and then just a ton of cool um, campaigns like that, like for Fedora for Valentine's Day, we partnered with Durex and sent anyone who ordered from Fedora packaged from Durex with you know condoms and lube with a little note saying happy Valentine's Day, love Fedora and Durex. So things that get people talking, gimmicky PR stunts, that's definitely our forte. That's amazing. So um, clients right across the country? Yeah, we're a national across Canada. Yeah, anyone in America? I mean, we, we work with companies like Sony, which obviously yeah. have an LA branch yeah. as well. I mean, the thing with us is we focus on three core offerings, yeah. PR, digital marketing, and design. Yeah. For digital marketing and design, we can take clients from anywhere in the world. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference. But PR is all relationships-based. Yeah. It's all about who you know on the ground. So we don't do US media relations. We only do Canada because we really own the space and we yeah. really own those relationships. Have you been to the TELUS innovation uh, space in? I the, have. In, yeah, in, in the, their new. There are clients. Yeah, in the Garden Building. Yeah, we. I definitely have. So it's we do the PR for the Canadian Startup Awards. Oh, cool. So every year, so we that's actually one of the rooms that it's housed in. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the doors all have screens and the robot Very is, cool. what's that robot, do you remember the robot's name? Yeah, I know, I don't remember the name, but I, did, were you there for the elevator pitch? No, but I heard, I, I It was I in an elevator, okay. they like built an elevator to do an elevator pitch. That's so Very cool. Very cool, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. So uh, it is uh, the year 2018. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing kind of coming down the pipes for, you know, we're in March already, but yeah. what do you think is going to happen the rest of the year when it comes to like voice search or PR? What, what are some of the trends that you think are emerging? I think the three biggest trends that I'm seeing, obviously the first is anything in chatbots, machine learning, AI, tech innovation. Toronto has literally become the hotbed of innovation. Um, really powerhouse. I think that's a multiple thing multiple things I think it's a combination of top tech talent supported by government institutional and venture capital support um, so that's definitely one big category I see cannabis is another huge category obviously thanks to all the changing laws and I would say the third would be anything crypto Bitcoin mm -hmm. in that space so those three areas I think are really emerging um, I'm most excited about the tech innovation scene in Toronto yeah. just based off of you know the space that I'm in and, and the work that we do but cannabis is another one that we're really excited about and we've started taking taking on a lot of cannabis clients. Cool. And being that you're in the tech world yeah. and you're, you're also a fashion 
uh, you know, designer. I as used well. to be in a former life. Yeah, yes, I used yeah. to. I built a fashion company from the ground up, and then. Uh, well, we're technically sort of danced between fashion and tech. We were yeah. an e-commerce company, yeah. and a lot of you know we did a lot of tech work as yeah. well. So, so in in that, tell me maybe five of your most loved apps or apps that you you can't live without that you use on the daily. Oh, you're gonna hate this answer, but yeah, it's like HQ Trivia every day or off. Have you heard of the app HQ Trivia? No. It's basically a pool of people around the yeah. world who get together at 3 p.m. and 9 p.m. Yeah. and play HQ Trivia together, and there's a pool of money that you can win. Like for real. Like we real act money. real money that yeah, you can so it's actually win. It's not just win. trivia crack. That no, no, okay, no, no. Okay. So I actually have a coworker. So we play as an office yeah. every day at three o'clock yeah. and at nine o'clock, and it's a very it's a bonding experience because yeah. weekends, no matter where we are, yeah. we all have different schedules. We all log in and yeah. play HQ trivia. Yeah. And one of my colleagues, her friend, won like a big pool of money. Yeah. So cool. it definitely works. Okay. So I haven't won yet, that's so that's great. one. I would say anything to do. And you know, it's funny. My presentation right now talked yeah. about the decline of native mobile apps. Yeah. So I'm not a huge app user. Yeah. I'm more into to like bots. No, no, of course. But what, what apps do you use that you think would be yeah. online network, online uh, banking, social networks, Headspace, Candy Crush? Okay. All of those. Headspace. And Heads tell me why you use Headspace. Well, I mean, you know, it's just crazy. Like being an entrepreneur, mm. or being someone who's in that space, mm. it's just crazy hours. And I think being mindful is mm. really important. And I use Headspace to sort of, you know, take a few minutes in the mm. day to really check out, go into Zen, not think about anything, my mind being blank, and refocus and recenter. And okay. I find. Headspace is awesome for that because yeah. it's literally a tech app that you can pretty much plug into anywhere in the world. Okay. And then I love CRM, and this sounds really geeky, but yeah. I'm in sales, yeah. so I love CRM tool apps. So like yeah. Nimble or Salesforce or HubSpot yeah. because I love being able to have a lead that comes in anytime during the day yeah. and then quickly being able to pull out my app and just enter it and know that I can you know connect back to that lead in the future without forgetting about it, which That's is awesome. usually what happens if people aren't on apps. Yeah. And social networking apps, you mentioned your favorite one, Facebook, Snapchat. Oh, it's a tough one. I Twitter, love, love Facebook because Instagram. of Messenger, because yeah. all the bots are yeah. housed on Messenger. Yeah. So that would be like a big one for me. Um, Twitter, I, again, LinkedIn is usually for like work work use, yeah. so great for prospecting yeah. if you're in sales. So LinkedIn is actually, I think, the number one platform that people use. 67% of sales reps use LinkedIn to scout who they're going to be reaching out to. Yeah. So very useful in the world of sales, and yeah. I am a premium LinkedIn user. Yep. So That's awesome. What about Instagram? Are you an Instagram user? I am. I'm on Instagram, but it's really photos of me drinking wine in the county on yeah. weekends and yeah. like very personal. Yeah. yeah, it's personal stuff, but I, it's not open to the public. But yeah, I am on Instagram, and I love it. Okay. What do you think about um, voice search with Alexa and Google Home coming out and Siri? Yeah. Where do you think that's headed? I think it's literally the future. If you okay. think about all of these products that are coming out, like Alexa and Siri and Google mm. Now and um, Nest, all of these products yeah. that are coming out, I think it's literally the future. I mean, I think it's incredible to see how far Toronto has come in terms mm. of like the tech scene. Mm -hmm. um, and really, it's just such a hotbed of innovation. And I think that we're really so comparable with our neighbors. Mm. And you know, people always talk about the U.S. tech scene, but I'm like, well, we can get cheaper talent here, mm. cheaper tech talent here, hire cheaper developers. Mm. Um, so when you're doing voice Overs. It's so expensive to hire mm. developers to take care of that, so it's a lot cheaper to do that here than, say, mm. the Valley. Um, and then also the amount of support we get from our governments. Mm. If you think of tax programs like SHRED mm. and IRAP, where yeah. they literally will cover your salaries yeah. for developers, I think there's just so much support here from the government yeah. that um, I think that Toronto is going to just keep emerging when it comes to smart assistance in that space. It's awesome. 
And someone who sees where you are right now and, and the position you have, what sort of advice would you give to someone who's saying, I want to be like you and, and, and look where you've gone? What are, what are some Gosh. tips you would give this person? I feel person? like I have so much further to go. So that question to me is just sometimes such an oxymoron because it's all relativity and perspective. Yeah. But 100% I think that you create your own opportunities in mm -hmm. life. And my biggest thing has been say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. Everything and everything and anything that you think that you can't do, say yes and then figure it out later. Mm -hmm. And I find that whenever you say yes to opportunities, they snowball into other opportunities. Yeah. So I can think of so many examples in my life where I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. Figured it out and then yeah. that opportunity has led to an even bigger opportunity. Yeah. Um, so that really is my, my, my philosophy in life. It's, it's like, yes. say yes. And Did you see the Jim Carrey movie? Yes, Which man. One? Yeah, no, I haven't seen they it. They made I've a movie about that. How, how is it? He was forced to say yes to everything, and it's just the adventures that happen, Jim Carrey style. That's amazing. Yeah. I did actually have never even. Okay, I need to actually yeah. watch this. That's so funny. But yeah. sounds like something that would really align with my um, motto in life. And I guess the second one would really be. Um, as much as you put yourself out there, also try to be resilient and just bounce back. Yeah. In sales, there's, I feel, a lot of fear of rejection and yeah. you get a lot of no's. Yeah. You're gonna get a lot more no's than yeses yeah. and I think you can't take that rejection personally. Instead, you should always approach everything analytically and work your way backwards. Okay, so when, when it comes to that and you're getting all this rejection, mm -hmm. what centers you or, or anchors you to know that it, it, you don't have to take it personally? I mean, there's a couple things. If you think about, like, I listen to a lot of podcasts, like yeah. how I built this podcast, which is like all these successful entrepreneurs sharing their journey. Yeah. And not, the one thing that bonds all entrepreneurs who are successful is that they literally built multiple companies mm. that failed before. Mm -hmm. and persistence is key. It's mm. creating the odds, and it's and it's all about alignment and creating the odds. Mm. Creating, uh, putting yourself out there as many times as you possibly can, mm. um, and then eventually one time will stick. Mm. And that sort of philosophy goes into like every aspect of mm. life. You're literally gonna have here a million no's, and yeah. then that one yes yeah. will snowball into other smaller and bigger opportunities. Yeah. Okay. So you just never know when a, a door is gonna open for you, and I think that you have to create situations and opportunities for yourself mm. where you're in the right place at the right time. Yeah. What makes someone persistent? Well, I mean, it's battling the fear of rejection, I think. It's like knowing that it's okay to hear a no, but knowing that there's like a longer plan and there's a, there's um, a longer game to be played. I think that's no, definitely one. Resilience is another one where it's like you, you can't, and it's hard not to take things personally. Mm. I mean, I get it. I take things personally all the time, but crying over it for a couple hours and then bouncing back and being really laser focused on what your end mm. goal is. And then also just reminding yourself that you know, commanding your ducks in, into a line takes more work than simply commanding them. You have to work persistently with an end goal mm -hmm. um, to hit your targets. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And any books or magazines uh, that you recommend? There's so many. Um, well, as a salesperson, I really, um, I love this book called um, Built to Sell. If you're yeah. ever looking to scale a company, I think yeah. that would be a really uh, great example of something. I love reading magazines like Strategy, okay. Fast Company, yeah. Inc. Um, ad Age, Ad Week, anything yeah. in the tech Wired. and marketing. Wired is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Anything Beta Kit for Toronto. Yeah. Anything that's in the tech and marketing space, yeah. DigiDay, um, they, I find that these, they cover such a wide spectrum of what's yeah. happening in North America. Um, for Canadian publications, I love like, well, TechCrunch is more US focused, but I love Beta Kit just because yeah. it does, it's, it's very local and yeah. it's, I like as much as I love reading some of the larger publications, yeah. I think that sometimes we lose sight of what's happening in yeah. our own community. Like Strategy Magazine. Exactly. Right? Which, and Brunico, just, I just saw they're a couple blocks from where we are right they're now. They're amazing, yeah. yeah. So Strategy Magazine is like the go-to magazine for all agencies. 
Mm. All marketing agencies, it's like the movers and shakers are mm. in there. What's happening, what's hot, what's trending. Everything related to agencies are in strategy. Are they here at DX3? Um, actually, they should be. I mean, this is Canada's largest marketing conference. They should be here. Hmm. I'm pretty sure almost all publications okay. are here. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, podcasts that you're listening to? Well, I listen to many. So, how I built this podcast yeah. is um, a bunch of entrepreneurs that yeah. share their success yeah. stories. Um, but it's funny because I and I love that podcast because it focuses more on their failures, yeah. which is really uplifting and motivating for yeah. people who are struggling to make it. Yeah. Um, so that's a really big one for me. I love murder mystery podcasts, yeah. like Serial. Yeah. Yes, everyone. Everyone's mm. heard Serial. Um, so criminal, serial, yeah. like any broad church, yeah. sword and scale. Yeah. There's so many out yeah. there that I'm like that I'm interested in, but I would say that podcast is my podcast is my new thing. That's really cool. So I've I've met Erin from your office. Yes, Erin yeah. is amazing. Huge shout out to Erin. Yeah, yeah, she she's awesome. Is she here at DX3? She's gonna be coming in later. She's okay. actually judging the she's one of the judges for the PayPal competition. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so she's gonna be coming in later. She's been traveling all week because it's yeah. conference season and she's been speaking mm. everywhere. As usual, you know Erin, yeah. she's out and about everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's the managing director of 88 and she has built 88 from the ground up in the last four years and yeah. done a phenomenal job and she's definitely one of those um, keystone people, those movers and shakers in the tech industry and she's really helped shape a lot mm. of the landscape here. Yeah. Used to run BetaKit yeah. um, in a former life, yeah. also ran Sprouter yeah. and then joined 88. Mm. So uh, being 88, what, I, what I've noticed about you and, and Aaron and now you, you guys are so generous with, with coming to interviews like this and going to events and, and what, what's giving you that posture and, and that philosophy to be so generous? Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, well, I think for us, Aaron and I, it's just as much about giving as it is about learning. Mm. And we, we learn so, we always talk about this all the time. We learn so much about being out in the community. Mm. And we know we always get people asking us, you know, how do you either know so many people or when Marketing Magazine released mm. my 30 under 30 list, they were like, how have you closed 300 partnerships? Yeah. And I always say through one handshake at a time mm. by attending networking events. Yeah. I find networking has been a catalyst to my career. Yeah. And offline tactics have the power of forming stronger relationships. Yeah. So 100% we get as much value out of giving back to the community and it comes back 360. We've built a brand for ourselves around that and I think that it's worked really well for both of us. Wow. So I, I need to ask just the way you stand, your posture, your confidence, when, when, when you're, the phone's away and everything's quiet and you're done all your meetings, you've gone back from that networking meeting, yeah. what gives you your identity? Like what, what gives you purpose and like yeah. what, who tells you, like what's that voice in your head that tells you who you are? Interesting, that's yeah. actually a really good question. I have never been asked this before but I love this question. Um, I'm actually not from Canada. I was born and raised in the Middle East in a small country called Oman. And I moved here a few years ago, I would say back in 2008. And I very much don't identify with one particular place or country in the world. I am a third culture kid, so I'm an expat. And I would say that the one thing that really I feel connected to is traveling and literally going to different places all the time. And I, that's one of the great things about working for a startup is you can pretty much take off whenever you work remotely. You have your own, you're in charge of your own schedule. And I would say traveling is what really centers me, and mm. you know that's my identity is going to different places and meeting new people. And, w and when you do that, it's that you're part of a, a global community, and that's kind of your part 100%. of the greater, greater human 100%. race, humankind. Exactly, and it's like you can talk to people from all walks of life. You can identify with different cultures. Mm. I'm a 
very passionate diver, so I with the diving. Right. So I do a lot of diving trips nice. and meet a lot of cool people through that avenue. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really been connected to the world in like a larger sense. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank yeah. you for having me. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again and see you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.